Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan. I'm back here, big Cass. Uh, Cass, thank you for you know filling in for me with Blake last week. It was my bachelor party. Uh, Nashville was absolutely incredible. Watch the Ohio State game. Don't remember much. I'm going to leave with that this episode. Um, and I will say uh, it is really cold in Ohio right now. It's, it's freezing. Just a little side tangent. I, I don't know why it feels so cold this year, um, this early. It's it's insane how cold it feels. I'm glad uh, Steel Chamber said today the boys have been practicing in the snow for toughness. I have not. I've been trying to stay, you know, as much as in my bed as possible or with a blanket on. But, you know, Ohio State got it done against Indiana Cass. That's, I think, what what really matters. Uh, it, we all knew that was going to happen, I think. But there was a lot of positive takeaways from the game. A lot of positive takeaways from the game. You know, I didn't expect the running game to be as good as it was. It was. Uh, unfortunately, we lost Mayan for how long? We don't know. They said he's good. Hopefully good for next week. That's all that matters. Um, Which I, I find it I find it hard to believe that he he might play this week based on just how you know they've been so careful with the backs. Um, they, they've just been doing like initiating load management like NBA players with our running backs. So I, mine got carted off. Like I thought his season was over when I, but it, it's looking good for the most part. It's not worst it's, case scenario. It's looking good for both him and Anderson. But if I was a betting man, it's Xavier Johnson, Chip Trainum, and Dallin Hayden all the way this weekend. I agree. I mean, and we'll get more into that. I will say Hayden. I really like Hayden. It's he. I feel like he hasn't developed yet. If that makes sense, he's so raw. He once I think he gets a full off season um, with strength and conditioning. That kid, he's good. He might. He might honestly be RB one by his uh, junior year. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, well, maybe it, it, this is the last game though he could play uh, before they if they want to redshirt him or not. I mean, I don't think he's going. I think I don't think they'll go be able to redshirt him. Um, just because I, I, I wouldn't redshirt him. Um, just because you know he's played a lot of football. He's played very well in every game that he's played in. And but I want to see Chip train him run the football. Excuse me, folks. It's been a long week, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, I I think I think um, the running back position has been up and down all year, and maybe that's the cause for the way our running game has been off and on. I call it topsy turvy. But as long as they're getting hot at the right moment, I don't care if you know how good they rest they are. I just want to see us get healthy for that team up north next week. Um, and the best way to do that is keep your two studs on the sidelines this week and. You know, roll with the three guys you have um, with Xavier Johnson, who, you know, he's, he's kind of the Showed X a lot. Yeah, he's kind of X, the X factor. He's kind of like that Curtis Samuel type that we had with Zeke. Um, so. what, I, what I like about Xavier Johnson is he lets I – I feel like he has a very good vision, and he lets his blocks develop, if that makes sense. He, like – like, I feel like a lot of the guys, there are some players in college football that they're freak athletes, but they don't understand the game well. I feel like Xavier Johnson's a guy who just really understands the game and his assignments well and how, you know, to read everything. 
it's just, you know, for him, he might not be the most physically gifted athlete. He's still a great athlete. Don't get me wrong. Has been, made some incredible plays this year, but I, I, I like, I like having him out there for sure. He's like, he is like a jackknife guy, almost like a, a Debo Samuel, Curtis Samuel type guy, like you said. Um, and uh, I mean, he definitely has a role in this offense, even if it's one or two touches a game, he can do a lot of things. Even even kick returning, he was he was a decent kick returner against Indiana. He was honestly an all-purpose monster. I believe he probably had close to when you add it all up, probably close to 200 all-purpose yards between kick kick return yards, rushing yards, receiving yards. That's I mean that's kind of like hidden yardage, and that's great to have on, on on this offense. If you can get a guy like that just coming in off the sideline or make, getting some you know decent hidden yards plays, that's exactly what this team needs. Absolutely, and I mean, it, 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 this football team is, you know, they're hearing a lot of critics. Uh, I have Michigan fans at work already confident, confident that they're going to beat the Buckeyes, but this team just hasn't played their best football yet. And we, I mean, when we see it, I hope we see it soon. But the way they played it against Indiana, I mean, shows life. Like that's why Joel Clatt ranked them back number two in the country. But they're a great football team. It's just the critics, and I love it. I love that the fact that the critics are bad on us and all these fans are saying we're not physical, blah, blah, blah. Heck, like you said, they've been practicing in, in the snow the past couple of days. You're practicing outside like the way way, way they need to be. They're, they're getting ready for next week. And what, sorry, I cut you off. Keep go going, ahead, bud. Go ahead. You're good. I, w- I was going to say it's. I think we're very – you know, going into the season – Early on in the season, a lot of the critics, like like even Joel Klatt, I think he said, and like Colin Coward, they said, "Oh, Ohio State can't be reliant on the weather um, to win games," and that you know that's been kind of an issue, you know, especially against Northwestern, hurricane-like winds, and then uh, against Indiana, it was cold. But you know, like like they're practicing outside now, and they've actually have game experience outside, and I think this team is ready. I think it, they are ready for the gauntlet of you know cold, hard-nosed football. I mean, they're built for it. The de- that de- Our defense is built for it. We can pound the rock with Mayan. Um, it's just keeping him healthy. So I do think um, we are work- we have worked on or at least, you know, attacked that kind of flaw. And it's maybe not as much of a, a flaw as people think now. Absolutely. But we can't ignore the fact before we move on to it. I, uh, there ain't much I have left to say about the Indiana game. But we cannot – um, reminisce the fact of the greatest moment in college football this year so far. And it's not the Marvin, it's not the Marvin Harrison hip ankle catch. That was ridiculous, by the way. Yeah, uh, guy addressed that. I don't know how he didn't tear his hip there. But it's this right here, the greatest moment this year in college football. Any second. <laughs> Any second. <laughs> it was a Joe Royer one yard catch, wasn't it?
nothing. Nothing. Cass, it's not go. It's not working. What? It's not working. There we go. Okay, there we go. All right, hold on. Hold there on. we go. <laughs> I got the wrong video though. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, hold on. Cut this. Cut this. <laughs> it's all right. It's a mistake. We all make mistakes. It's a misinput. Misinput. <laughs> oh, you gotta love technology. Hold on. I'm gonna retry this. Retry this. As I'm looking it up. We all know what it is now. <laughs> I just can't believe nobody heard it. This is crazy. Hold on. I don't care. Make fun of us, YouTube. We're going to get absolutely lose all our stars because of this. It's on you, Cass. It's my bad. <laughs> no, it, it it's not. I mean, here we go. We're, we're going to play. Uh, let's see here. In the meantime, while Cass is getting the video prepped, I want to talk about our contingency plan to the audience because it doesn't look too good for Twitter right now. We got about, you know, close to 5,000 followers on Twitter. Um, if, you know, Twitter gets deleted um, I, because, you know, the whole Elon Musk thing, um, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and obviously go to the silverbulletin.com and see all our content there. Uh, and also, you know, go to silverbulletin.com and just check out all our boys' content, uh, especially Blake's. That's our guy. Love Blake. Hope Blake's doing well. I'm sure he's going to be watching this, probably laughing that we're struggling with the audio. I think Cass has it, though. I think he has it. Fingers crossed. Okay. Okay. There we go. Again, staff and these players is just so hard. Stroud sprints out, throws on the move, and another touchdown. This time it's Cameron Babb. Wow. It doesn't matter who was on the field, he was going to throw it to Cameron Babb. That's right. And that play call was for Cameron Babb. CJ Stroud, Ryan Day, Marvin Harrison Jr. Open arms, a warm, warm embrace. From his teammates. Man, this sport, man. This school. Something different about these bucks, man. I'm just going to end it right there. I'm just going to end it right there. The way Gus Johnson said, there's something, nothing like these bucks, man. I mean, the greatest moment this year in college football goes out to Cameron Bat, a seven yard out touchdown. You saw the joy on Ryan Day's face, the joy of his teammates, what Cameron Babb has gone through his whole career solidifies. That is the brotherhood. That is your 2023 national champion, 2223 national champions right there, just because of the brotherhood of a guy who's got one, two snaps, one catch, one touchdown for his career at Ohio State, and he's a two-year captain. Is, is, is that – is that, the Stroud, is that potentially the Stroud Heisman moment? No. Could it? Could it at least be on the highlight reel for sure? Oh, it's definitely for highlight reel. I feel like that's definitely a moment though. That you know, Stroud throwing that too uh, late in a game to you know making odd. Don't get me wrong, great route by Cam Bad, but also you know Stroud made him look good too. Great pass, 
I think it's just all around good football. And obviously, Hartline, great job coaching. I I look at it this way. Michigan fans were looking at box scores and didn't realize, understand who Cameron Babb is. That's just the the mentality of Michigan fans saying they're, oh, just Trout is stat padding. No. It it wouldn't have meant as much as it did if Kyle McCord threw that touchdown pass to Cameron Babb. No, it all that would just be that would just create some controversy for the QB battle next year in the spring game. That's all I would have. I've been hearing DJU, Drake May, Kyle McCord, Devin Brown. Who knows? Let's just get Daquan Finn. (laughs) Let's just get through 2022. But give us Daquan Finn. (laughs) But I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I was up in the booth this past week with Gus Johnson, Joe Quiet, and all them guys. And I had a, I had tears down my face, man. I mean, you know, we've been doing the show for four years, and we always talked about when Cameron Brad was going to be able to get healthy and be able to play. Just unfortunately, he hit the injury bug, and to see that moment in the shoe, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it was. I mean, <laughs> so we were at my bachelor party, and we were watching the game, and um, <laughs> my. A couple of my buddies, they're not Buckeye fans. They're not. They're just football guys, but they'll watch anything. But they don't know. They like they did. They didn't realize Marvin Harrison Jr. was. <laughs> they didn't realize the difference between Marvin Harrison Jr. and Xavier Johnson. So they just kept calling Marvin Harrison Jr. Marvin Johnson the entire or like Xavier Johnson catch pass like Marvin Johnson, and I'm like. It's Xavier Johnson. Cam Babb caught the pass for like Marvin Johnson. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not none of them. It's Cam Babb. Oh, it was a great moment, though. Great moment. It, love to see it. Absolutely. All right. Before we get into Maryland, let's talk a little briefly about the basketball Buckeyes. 3-0, they're getting ready to head to Maui. So... This is the chance for a banner. I, I can say this. Um, San Diego State, Monday night, 9 o'clock. Might be a little later, depending on, you know, if the one game runs over. I'm excited. Cautiously optimistic. San Diego State's number 21 overall, I believe. Um, Ohio State, 3-0. and But those three teams couldn't beat the Columbus Condors. So, like, no offense to the Columbus Condors. They just no like, longer exist. Yeah, they they would not beat them. Neither of those three teams would beat that. I can't get excited because I know I know that's a fraudulent three and zero. I'm like I'm happy that Sense of Ball basically looks like the new Malachi Branham. Right now they have nineteenth um, overall going to the Raptors in some polls. Yeah, I think. I mean, let, let's see, let's see, let's see how he does in January, February. He must. See he's how he does at the big probably, Yeah, like it, like I, I don't care how you do. Against South Carolina State, Morehead uh, State, yeah, these these Robert random Morris. these random random the mill teams. It's nice to see Zed Key look a little pretty consistent on the offensive end. Um, you know, he's been hitting shooting fifty percent from three. He's not been shooting a ton of threes, but he's shooting fifty percent from three, seventy six percent on the field. Um, it, it's nice to see Zed Key improve. Suing looks healthier. That's great. Gail Holden McNeil, that's that's a decent backcourt. I would like to see a little more output from them. Likely in Thornton, 
Okpara, they need to keep developing. I'm very I'm – I'm disappointed in Kalen Etzler so far. I thought he was going to be – at least 10, 10 a game, and he's he's not really doing any. He's not doing anything. On he's barely getting a minute or two a game. So honestly, the, the more things change, the more they stay the same. I'm going to say, um, if we win the Maui, though, I'll wear lay. I'll wear lay for like a week or something. I, I think that was the 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 bet I had back in uh, you know after the season ended. If we win the Maui Invitational. That I will have a lay on for a week. I'll go out, buy a lay, wear even the work. I'll wear under my thing. So that's that's the bet I'm making to everyone in Ohio State basketball. You want to go out with the Maui? I'm buying a lay and wearing it for a week. I don't think they'll win the Maui, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but Michigan State looks really good. That's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like Joey Hauser on Michigan State. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna win some win Big Ten Player of the Year. The yep. way this is go. Yep. And uh, and it's like he's been kind of mediocre. He's been pretty mediocre for the past couple and, of years. And Jawan Howard is gonna tackle him on the sidelines after he shoots a three. Jawan Howard is the final boss of the Michigan Tunnel. So um, <laughs> <laughs> when you when you do, when you get past you know the five Michigan special teamers running down at your throat, and then you get past you know the fans throwing stuff at you, get in the tunnel. You're the final boss. He like he lays there like a dragon. Jawan Howard. He's just he coming for you. He's like Bowser when you're getting to Bowser's castle. Mario. <laughs> it's a perfect example. <laughs> All right, we go to Maryland. Maryland's struggling big time. Tell you, they, they've scored a, ma- a massive seven points in the last two games. Got blown out by Penn State. Talia Tungavaloa has kind of looked off. He thrown a buck 50 in the past two games. They just look bad. But it is Maryland. Mike Loxley's a good coach. They're very well coached. They, they, held, they took Michigan to four quarters before they just ran out of steam. Take what you want. Yeah. This is a good football team. They're they're gonna go bowling six and four. They'll probably be in the pinstripe bowl. I would say yeah, seven five pinstripe bowl potential. I mean, they're decent. They yeah. definitely can be frisky. But every big game they played, cast other other than kind of you know laying with Michigan, they didn't. They could have taken that game. They didn't. They Michigan clearly was better. Maryland made some dumb mistakes, especially right off the kickoff. Um. What I've gotten through Maryland is I, I really do feel like it's all all t- big, big uh, baby Tua. Uh, it, it, like, Rakeem Jarrett is probably their other best offensive weapon, and then Dante Dimas has been a disappointment this year. Disappointment. Yeah. He's not even over two hundred yards on the year, which you, you know he's going to go for a big day against us somehow. I just I got a feeling like he's going to have a good day. Um, I, or one of their receivers. I their the running backs don't really worry me for the most part. One. Um, the running game's not great. It's really just how if they can basically make this like 2018, um, it's gonna be a fun one. I it, it, this could be the Stroud Heisman game, honestly. If this is a shootout and Stroud wins this, I, I think this could really set Stroud up for uh, for the Heisman this game. Believe it or not, not the Michigan game. He just has to win that one. But I think this one he could have a moment where he he you know he drives us down the field and makes a big throw. It's it's sad that, you know, Ohio State literally has three, at, 
at minimum, they have three three big games left, maybe five if we play for the national championship. Um, but we have three games left, and this is you know this is a big game. I'm counting this as a big game. Last week, I kind you know I, I, last two weeks Northwestern Indiana, I've been kind of like, eh, who cares? Like, no offense, guys, we're gonna absolutely stomp you. But this, I feel like this is a a warm up, a pretty big game. I think this is going to be a good game for the Buckeyes. I really don't think Maryland's going to bring much. I think Ohio State's their plan is to shut out the outside noise like they want and play that competitive stamina and play that competitive excellence like Brian Day keeps preaching. Jim Knowles, what's he? Jim Knowles keeps finding flaws at every week, even though they look really good. Uh, Tommy Eichenberg, I mean, dude's an All American, should be an All American. I feel like this is the game. This is the game where it solidifies that he's going to win, be an All American, and he's going to get become the Buckets between this week and next week. I think we shut Maryland down, and I don't think they score much. I think our offense is too good, too powerful. I think our defense is good. I think our running game is going to continue to prove something as we get prepared for Michigan State. And the thing is, is we're not going to show a lot either. I think we're just going to go out there and play Buckeye football and just handle our business. I, I, I will say this is probably the best um, passing offense Ohio State will see this regular season outside of what, Michigan? I, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to actually comprehend this, but uh, it's, I, 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 it's, I mean, who else? Arkansas. Tennessee. Toledo, maybe I don't oh, <laughs> like it's, in the regular season. I don't in the regular season. I mean, you're going Penn, down this list. Penn State. Our, I think. This this I feel like is shaping up for a big game for Lathan Ransom. I feel like he could make a big player to this game because I think plays. he he I know and he's 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 basically you know Mister D back wherever you need him, we got him. Um, I feel like because Maryland, they can really spread it out. They have tons of weapons, at least with receivers. They have you know, three or four good receivers. I see him uh, – I think him and any other safeties that come into play. I think, I think, this, is a D, I think this is a DB uh, Denzel Burke, Cameron Brown statement game. Yeah, this – I mean, this <laughs> – if, if Denzel Burke and Cam Brown have a good day – this might be be able, you know, we might be changing our like everyone might be changing the view on them how they did the season because I think this is this is the game outside of you know a Big Ten championship game and a playoff and a bowl game, um, and the Michigan game obviously that you know they they, they need to show out here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I said I said forty nine ten was going to be the final. I, I I just think Ohio State's going to boat race so. I think C.J. Stroud's just going to continue to put up numbers. I think he's going to throw. He's going to be close to forty touchdowns by the end of this, by the end of this game. He's at thirty-four right now. I know spreads about thirty. Uh, no, not 30, uh, twenty-seven and a half. It's tough. I think it's going to be closer. I think Maryland will be able to. Ma- I they think got I, shut off- out by Penn State. I yeah, but they're due, and uh, you know Penn State's for the most part. Penn State's defense played good against our offense uh, until we finally just kind of broke through, and it was more that our defense just had an insane day that really saved us. Um, so I'm not going to read too much into that. It's really all about matchups. I think 
Maryland just because they have so many weapons. And our our weakness is kind of the defensive back part. Um, if they could really either get the ball out quick. Their mm-hmm. offensive line is very weak. That's the thing. Our they're, D-line. They're gonna, yeah, they would have to get the ball out quick then. They they might honestly want to run bubble screens. Like that's kind of – they need to run the bubble screens I feel like. I got 41-10. I just say come out healthy and, you know, obviously win the turnover battle and just make keep, keep making a statement. Keep showing the country why you're the number two team in the country. I'm going to say 55-24. It's going to be a fun one. It's – There'll be Maryland will keep it close. I think first half, um, but Ohio State will just wear them down, and they're just going to keep putting the ball in the end zone. By the way, if you look at the the rest of this college football slate, it sucks. It really does. I think it's not terrible. I didn't hate it. I mean, it's not very good. What's sad is we only have two more like full Saturdays left. I'm going to enjoy. I mean. By the way, the eighth-ranked Lady Buckeyes beat Ohio U at Ohio U by 30. I mean, I'll, when we get to our picks, I have a couple games I definitely don't want to sleep on. Um, Tulane's up 49-14 on SMU. Yeah, I mean, trust me, there's a couple games this week that can develop into upsets looking looking at this right now. Um Alabama's yeah. got a tough one against Austin P. <laughs> I mean, TCU Baylor at noon. I think that could be could be something that could be an upset. Illinois Michigan. That is not a gimme for Michigan. The way Illinois has played this year, going through it. Um, who else? Georgia Kentucky. I mean, Georgia should win that, but Kentucky. You know, could this be the their iconic game of the season? That hear, hear, hear me out. Tennessee at South Carolina. I was that's also that's also one that could be really good too. I I, I think out of those oh, four shoot. games, one of them will be an upset. Utah at Oregon? I didn't realize that was this weekend. Yeah, USC at UCLA, eight o'clock. There's don't get me wrong, it's not it's not insane, but it's it's good. It's you know what? It's it's football and I'm watching every second. Yeah. It's not a great week, but it's it's a, it's 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 good. It's 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 a B. It's a B, I would say. Um, before we, I guess we start doing the picks, I would just like to say, Justin Fields, amazing, incredible, um, never a doubt, never a doubt. Uh, we we knew it here. We're supporters of him. I got the receipts. If anyone ever wants to come at me, I I drafted him keeper league eleventh round. People called me crazy. Uh, they said, Dan, you're a madman. Ohio State quarterback can never get it done. I'm like, you don't understand. This guy's a leader. This guy's a baller, which it's crazy because he's playing like he's ha- he's has more rushing yards than Michael Vick has in, in some of his seasons. Like it, 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 that blows my mind. And, and, and like when you if you're telling me that Justin Fields is a better runner than Michael Vick, I would have said absolutely not. But I'm, I'm beginning to wonder, like, why didn't we just use him like 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 a rusher more? I know to keep him healthy, but um, it, it, I well, am questioning the coaching staff a little I'm, bit between why? him and Baron Browning. Baron Browning off the edge, you know, using a middle linebacker and not using Fields' legs as much. I wouldn't question that at all because he had an offensive line at Ohio State. 
That's true. The Bears <laughs> are awful. The Bears don't deserve Justin Fields. He, I, I will say, he's running for his life, but he's so much better than everyone else that he's like, oh, I can, I can just go get a thousand yards at will this season. And I mean, that's that's incredible. It's it really is incredible. I'm happy he's developing. I'm happy, um, you know, that he's healthy right now. It, it's it's nice to see. It is. It is very nice to see. And that's my way, guy. That's my that's way, my quarterback. <laughs> by the way, I'll be at the Bengals Pittsburgh Steelers game this Sunday in Pittsburgh. Thirty degree weather. Look be careful. A, be safe. Look for a fat guy wearing a <laughs> Sam Hubbard jersey. Have you have you ever been to uh, Pittsburgh? No, nope. my brother like... my brother's a Steelers fan, so I should be okay. Oh, you're going with it. Okay, you're fine. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be good. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. We went to Nashville with the intention of going to the Broncos Titans game. Um, and I called it, I called it, they're like, oh, tickets are 150, should we buy them? Like, tickets are going to drop, trust me. Game of, day of the game, three hours before the game, tickets are 40 bucks. But I was like, ah, it's cold. <laughs> it's like 30 degrees outside, um, and it's the Denver Broncos. And you know what? I'm glad I didn't spend $40 to watch them put up 14. That's funny. Yeah, that's... Just think, it could always be worse. You could be a Broncos fan. <laughs> you could be a Detroit fan and watch Buffalo and Cleveland. That's going to be wild. What was wild, actually, on Tuesday night, or no, was it yesterday, was uh, the, the Western uh, Central Michigan versus Western Michigan, just how much snow was coming down in that, that game. That was hysterical. It, I loved it. I was like, this is an instant classic. and it, it was a good game. That was last night. Yeah, which the snow, the snow and coldness, though, for this early in November has been out of control. I'm sick of it. I know. I'd rather have it now than it later on, though. I, I, I'm just like, I need, I need steel chambers to like whip me in the shape because I just can't deal with this cold. It's, it's bad. Yeah, I, I hate it too. I really do. Definitely do. Definitely do. So. Oh, all right. Ready to do our pickums? Yeah, let's do this. All right. Um, let's start around noon. Um, already kind of touched on it, but let's start at noon. Illinois at Michigan. Who you got? <laughs> What's the line? Uh, hmm. Eighteen. Give me Michigan, but that eighteen is going to come late. I think Illinois keeps it a game for three and a half quarters, keeps it in between two scores, and then finally Michigan pulls away in the fourth quarter. It's absolutely crazy that Purdue looks like they're going to win the West. Um, but. I think it uh, might be Iowa. I mean, Purdue has Northwestern Indiana. Oh, they, yeah. Yeah, they should, Purdue. 
It has. I mean, if Purdue doesn't win this and go win go to the West, um, that's on them. I'll I'll say, I'm gonna say, give me um, give me Illinois, give me Illinois plus you know what plus eighteen. Um, you'll you'll see the difference between the two programs this week. Ohio State they'll be focused. Michigan they won't be. That's I think that's what's gonna come down to. I agree. All right, TCU Baylor. Uh, this is a pick 'em because TCU is a two and a half point favorite. I like Baylor. I like TCU, man. I, I I'm going to keep going with the the, the Horn Frogs. I like Baylor. I think. I mean, I, it's it's at Baylor, um, and it's you know Baylor. They're a prideful program. They haven't been great this year, but their offense is about top fifty. Uh, not the TCU offense. But at home, I think with a good defensive performance, um, they could definitely win that. So I'm, I'm definitely going to take Baylor. Jesus. Tennessee, South Carolina. I already told you I'm taking South Carolina with the spread. I'm not – I'm not – saying they're going to win, but I'm taking South Carolina plus 22. Well, it's funny. Like, it's it's interesting because this is also kind of like – this is a tougher game, I think, than Ohio State versus Maryland. Mm-hmm. This is at South Carolina. South Carolina is kind of a similar team to Maryland. Mizzou, you, Mizzou for three quarters gave Tennessee a game. It's – yeah, it's I, – I, I do think I, I like that pick cast. That 21-and-a-half line is a little odd too. Um, it's a weird line for some reason. I, I think Tennessee could be, you know, kind of looking ahead and just – not looking ahead, but they'll be looking at the scoreboard, seeing what's evolving around them, and I don't think they're going to be taking care of business. Interesting one. I like this game always. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, seven one and a half. Bl- Oklahoma is a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, give me one. This. The last few. Yeah. This is one of the last few years of Bedlam too. Yeah, this is the last one. Um, next year is the last one. I'm sorry. I like Oklahoma for some reason. No, I like Oklahoma State. I'm definitely going to take Oklahoma State with the points there. It's. I mean that one. That seems too easy. I'm not even gonna lie, um, because Oklahoma State is much better this year. Um, that's definitely a trap, and you're absolutely right, Cass. I think like that your bet's gonna hit, but I'd be stupid not to take Oklahoma State here because they're just they're plus they're plus seven and a half. I don't know. It's that one's weird. I'm taking another, them. Another pick them USC. Uh, UCLA. I'm taking USC because I think they're going to make the college football playoff. I, I I like them winning out the rest of the year. They're so they're they're interesting. USC. They really are. I mean, they ran one that one trick play this last weekend. That field goal fake or whatever it was, and the guy did a backflip. And that was the most disgusting play I've ever seen. Um, I was like, "Wow!" Uh, I, I'll take USC as well. Two, two and a half. It's. I mean, that's 
yeah, USC. Just, just because. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Utah, Oregon. Oregon. This is a fun one. This has yeah. always been a fun one. This is at Oregon. I think Oregon bounces back. I believe this could determine um, who plays in the Pac-12 championship. It does. Yeah. It, this is basically who go, who's going to go play USC. Um, that's going to – yeah. Uh, give, me, give me Utah. I'm not definitely going to take Utah on that one. Yeah, I like Oregon for some reason to bounce back. I like I just like Utah because I feel like this is a game where um everyone likes Oregon and for some reason this is the like last year I saw Utah just manhandle Oregon twice and it, it I mean they weren't even on the same ball ball like they weren't even on the same field it felt like both games <laughs> I think I think I think the one game what was it uh Utah won by let's say like twenty four, and the next game Utah won by twenty one. So like Oregon improved by like three points. And like uh, I remember Reddit college football on Twitter was like always keep improving. <laughs> it was just like they got better by three points over like the course of like a you know eight weeks. So I like I mean I, Utah for sure. All right, time for my tiebreaker game. Wow, Texas A&M is a thirty-three and a half point favorite over UMass. Wow, I didn't realize Virginia Tech is two and eight. All right, my, my, mine is. I mean, I'll take. I'm going to take North Carolina minus twenty-one over Georgia Tech. That's at home for North Carolina. Drake may, you know, probably in the Heisman conversation, not going to win it, but he is, he's worthy of fifth or sixth place. I would say definitely a top 10 player this year. Um, I think Georgia, I mean, Georgia tech is just terrible that if, if North Carolina is going to go and play in the ACC championship, that's a game they have to have to win by at least 21. And I'm taking Sparty over Indiana to plus 10. I like that. That's actually a very good one. Uh, I, I also agree with that one because Sparty is not good, but Indiana is very, very bad. So that's the Indiana bad, Sparty not, not great. So I go with uh, you go with Sparty. Yeah, I just sent you over. I just sent you over the text oh, with all of our picks. The fabled text. I love it. Oh. Man, I'm just getting sad. It's like college football came got here so fast, and it's gone. It's gone even faster. I mean, it literally felt like you know we were previewing Notre Dame a couple like a month ago, and we're always, we have you know a, only a couple Ohio State games left. Still, you know, obviously college football is going to go till January, but it's just it's interesting. It's. Uh, they need to, they need they need to create NIL where we add a couple more games. This is like we're getting to the point where like let's throw two more games in, I think. 
All right, next week's our annual Thanksgiving episode and previewing that team up north. Maybe a couple, maybe an extra long, longer episode. Yeah, big episode. It's uh, going to be scouting that team up north this week for sure. Um, Probably try to get our boy Blake on, Blake on again. Oh, we'll get any, we'll take anyone. We'll take, let's get Dontre Wilson on. Let's get uh, Dontre Willis. Dontre Willis, Dontre Wilson. I, I'm so happy you met Todd Blackledge a couple weeks ago too. I didn't. We didn't even touch upon that. Nope. Uh, you met the man with whom created the Dontrell Willis joke. And I got Gus Johnson's notes. You're just you're collect. You're just meeting and shaking hands, wheel, making deals. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we we uh, got a big episode that team up north. The history of the rivalry. Ah. Uh. I want them so bad. I want them so bad. But let's get through Maryland. Let's get through Maryland. Let's go eat some turtle soup before our pregame meal, before the Thanksgiving meal feast that we have of Wolverine. Let's do it. Let's so, do it. I mean, Beat that's all. <laughs> Beat the Terps. <laughs> Beat the Terps and go Bucks. Wait, is Todd Blackwood doing the game this week? That's a good question. Um... That feel, I mean, I, it feels like a, it feels like a Todd Blackledge game. I, I have nothing to prove that, but it's three thirty. I believe it's on ABC, right? Hold on, yeah, three thirty ABC. Um, check in. It doesn't say, but I. That's one hundred percent Todd Blackledge. I'm looking it up real quick. Has to be. Ohio State is a 90% chance to win this. Tickets are as low as $54. So, you know, if you're if you're having trouble getting into the Taylor Swift concert, go to <laughs> Ohio State, Maryland. Or the George Strait Buckeye Country Music Fest. That's that's not until, I believe, the summer. Yeah, but tickets go on sale tomorrow uh, on the 19th. Oh, yeah. Joe Tessitore. Oh. No, it, and everybody's good. Everybody's favorite quarterback, Greg McElroy. Oh no, no, that's even worse. <laughs> no, is on the sidelines. At least Orlovsky, he's like analytical. He's not like, and he uh, Greg McElroy just stinks. He hates Ohio State. Yeah, at least Orlovsky, he tries to be fair. He's just he's just a fool. Like, Greg McElroy is just a troll. He should not. Oh, wait. Speaking of trolls, we should dedicate this time, before we leave, to the stupid Twitter people of the week. Danny Cannell. A lot of fans pointing out that Stroud and Quorum don't have the stats because they haven't even got to finish games due to blowouts. By the way, Blake Corum has not left, not not left the game. They've kept him in all year, every game. If you have watched the Michigan games, every blowout he's played the whole game. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you for proving I'm, my point. Without Straddle, <laughs> OSU would be ten and zero. Without Blake Corum, Michigan would be ten and zero. Without Drake May, UNC would be three and six. Sorry, Danny. 
I'm sorry. I love Kyle McCord, but we would not. We would lose to Notre Dame and Penn State with Kyle McCord at quarterback. I'm sorry. You know who we wouldn't lose to with him as quarterback? Joe Milton. Joe Milton. Joe Milton. But he's returning next year. Uh, I Not confirmed, but it's looking good. Sources say my guy's returning. And he looks like he he's he's you know, he's really grasped the playbook, and we could be looking at a Hendon Hooker like season for a you know an old an old man in college football. But you know what? Maybe I was two years too early. I think maybe I was maybe it maybe Hendon Hooker isn't I, he's not going to win the Heisman. He's just setting the stage for Joe. So um, very excited, very excited for twenty twenty three. But. Um, Stroud's winning the Heisman this year, but oh yeah, and the prophecies come true. I'm telling you, and the Twitter post of the week goes to Robert Schultz, Trump announcing he's running for president one week before we have to see all of our uncles at Thanksgiving is arguably the most twisted thing he's ever done. Whether you like Trump or not, that is facts right there. That text, that that tweet is facts. No, facts, facts. I got one better, I think. Because Elon bought Twitter, and like Twitter might be going away, but someone put Elon's face on uh, the the like the Surrender Cobra Michigan fan, and it says, "Whoa, he has trouble with the app." <laughs> Instead of Snap, "Whoa, he has trouble with the app," and it's Elon. I'm dead. It, it's, it's gold. On that note, have a great night. Go Bucks. Absolutely, go Bucks. Thank you for listening to another episode, and beat the Terps.